The 2021 Emmy nominations were just released this morning, and there's a lot of great stuff, but a few surprises among the categories. Art, what jumped out to you first about the list of nominees unveiled by the Academy? I will leave the Emily in Paris slander for Amanda. <laughs> for me, personally, I, it's just, it seems like the... Are they they're, they're the Academy, right? It seems that the Emmy Academy was really focused on just a couple of things, and they overly nominated some of the really big projects, The Crown, Handmaidens, and uh, Hamilton, which I know we will be discussing whether that should even be a nominee, but I think that they could have diversified it a lot more. There are some picks where it feels like they're doing the bare minimum. It's almost like, you know, the way that these award shows are shifted, they listen to what the Golden Globes got flack for, and they're like, all right, got, got the Michaela Cole show. Put it in there. Uh, <laughs> Underground Railroad. It, it can get best in, in, in drama, but it won't get Limited. any nominees anywhere else. It's it's just things that don't really make sense. It feels like everybody for a lot of these other shows, like The Crown was getting nominees left and right, which I understand it's a big show. Handmaids as well. But it's like it felt like they were going to nominate the parking assistants and everybody involved in the production to, <laughs> to a point where it's like, obviously they have bigger campaigns, but I don't know. Still a lot of great picks, though. I was really happy to see Hacks. Get nominated. I don't know mm-hmm. if we're gonna go category by category, but uh, it, it's still well for a few of them. Yeah, it's still really cool to see nominations for a lot of the productions themselves. But like when it comes down to um, what they got nominated for, some got an overabundance, in my opinion. Yeah, when the Emmys like a show, they really, <laughs> they really like the really show, like a and show. they will uh, double, triple, quadruple up on some of those nominations. Uh, and for for some shows like The Crown and The Handmaid's Tale, it's been kind of like. Uh, several years of doing this kind of domination. Mm -hmm. I think there's a few other shows that are cropping up that are are, are starting to uh, pick up more nominations. Uh, Amanda, WandaVision picked up Marvel Studios' first Emmy Awards. What do you think about uh, the Emmy's response to the new Marvel shows? I I think it's well-deserved. I I really liked WandaVision. I know some people didn't, um, either for different reasons. It's odd. Some people didn't like it because it didn't go far enough into those, like, Marvel trope areas. And then other people stopped liking it when it did start steering harder into them, like, right towards the end. So lots of different opinions. But for somebody who's a fan of, like, a wide variety of things, it was great for me. I got a little bit of something of everything. I also think that there's a lot of like really unique aspects to that show that deserved some credit. And I don't think it was over nominated like we've seen in some other places um, based on like fan reactions and stuff, because obviously it would sweep everything if it was just fans voting for things. But yeah, Emily in Paris, Emily in <laughs> Paris for best comedy. You you literally said, oh, they get the, the like for the Globes, they get the ear to the ground for what they got flack for. And they still nominated Emily in Paris. I'm sorry. Well, that's, that's like, the joke. People right who like that show have to admit that it is not best outstanding comedy series. Like, come yeah. on. And then, like, I feel like Queen's Gambit got under nominated, which is kind of upsetting. Mm-hmm. To, well, quite upsetting to me, actually. So, some weird choices. Some weird choices mm-hmm. to make way for stuff that's been getting the shaft. But it's like they just had to make sure that, you know, all of these, your, your Hamiltons had to get all those votes in and all this other stuff. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. I thought this was the Tonys, bro. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that uh, Emily in Paris nomination. I kind of feel like of the big three categories, those being drama series, comedy series, and limited series, a comedy series is the category that's a little bit lacking. 
You, you really? don't have Schitt's Creek this year, which was yeah. the big winner last year. That was the big Oh, okay, okay. The nominees here are uh, Blackish, Cobra Kai, which no. I think that's Cobra Kai's no. first nomination in this category. Uh, absolutely not for three. <laughs> Emily in Paris, Hacks, which we are all really happy to see yeah, here. The Flight Attendant, which I actually really enjoyed. Yeah, I don't know if we've fun. ever talked about that on Intercut. It's so. fun, and I don't really mind it being among the nominees. No, the Kaminsky Method, which I, I don't know, I haven't really seen. I understand, yeah. Pen15, which I find That's delightful, good. so I'm happy to see it get through here. And Ted Lasso, which is obviously Woo! kind of like the new dominant comedy series. It's going to win. A few here between mm-hmm. between comedy, uh, between uh, Cobra Kai and Emily in Paris that feel like shaky nominees. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I kind of am wondering why What We Do in the Shadows didn't get yeah. in here, a show that Not a big is enough really campaign. well-liked. And I think picked up some Golden Globe nominations. It did, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm pretty sure. I personally am going for Hex. I would love to see Hex win this one. I truly think it's one of the best things that HBO Max has put out on that label. I think it's one of the funniest mm-hmm. things. I love seeing that Gene Smart not only got a nomination for this, but also got a nomination for Mayor of Easttown. So she's doubling it up uh, at the Emmys this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's Ted Lasso. I think Ted Lasso is going to take it. I don't see anything yeah. else taking it. <laughs> I mean, it, just look at the uh, supporting actor in a comedy category for evidence that Ted Lasso is the the favorite here yeah it's got four of the nominations there mm-hmm. that's crazy uh, for, for <laughs> characters who are like one line appearances in some episodes yeah, i mean i really like ted lasso but that that's a little bit much exactly yeah yeah in the best drama series some interesting new nominees here the boys cracks the top list as well as bridgerton the crown the handmaid's tale the recently canceled Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Pose, and This Is Us. Amanda, is there any nominee here that you're maybe the most surprised to see? I feel like The Boys is one of those shows that shouldn't really fit into a drama series category. Like, I almost feel like it would probably be more comfortable in the comedy section, but they had to make room for Emily in Paris. (laughs) So I'm happy that it's there, but I don't know if it belongs there, but I'm also rooting for it. Out of all of those mm-hmm. movies, I would, sorry, all those shows, I would love to see the boys take this category. And it might, mm-hmm. honestly, looking at what's here. No, The Crown. The Crown will probably you know what take I mean? it yeah. either way. Yeah. Because you got things like The Crown that came in sweeping with too many, Handmaid's Tale. And I don't see this being a category that ever upsets when they're the ones who have the yeah. most nominations, right? Because you have The Crown, you True. have Handmaid's, yeah. and then third would still be Bridgerton, surprisingly with yeah, Lovecraft, which, uh, and Zach had mentioned it as well, that's one that I, I, I want to go even deeper with and do a deeper uh, dive. Does it necessarily count here? They waited until the voting was done, and HBO went, all right, all right now let them know that it's actually a miniseries because they canceled it. <laughs> Found its uh. way in there, but that's cool, because I, I do like the show. Yeah. Mando continues to be on there, but I agree. I don't think the I think the voice is a comedy. I think it's a satire. It's a comedy, and usually it most is. satires yeah. will lean more on comedy than they do on drama. I mean, even Absolutely. the way they pitched it, it when they showed it, they're like best drama, the boys. And it's the superheroes pushing a whale. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think a lot of times they. Uh, any show that goes to that hour-long length, they kind of just put it in the drama category. It's sure. Artificially, it's yeah. like the hour-long and the half-hour-long categories, you know? Y'all yeah. still watching That's This Is Us? Sure. Y'all ever started? <laughs> no. I, I gotta be honest, I did not know, know This Is Us is still going. With this is I think I watched two episodes and my mom was like, this is depressing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, but speaking of that, though, I mean, like, I, I have to imagine This Is Us is, like, winding down. It definitely is getting fewer nominations than it used to. And mm-hmm. uh, we already talked about how the, the Handsmaid's Tale is in its final season. I think The Crown has one more season left, or was that also its final season? I don't know. Plus the, the cancellation of Lovecraft Country and Pose also in its final season. Mm-hmm. Drama series is going to be a much more wide-open category mm-hmm. to next year and moving forward. So it'll be interesting to see what plays out there. And then in the limited series category, we have I May Destroy You, Mayor of Easttown, The Queen's Gambit, The Underground Railroad, and WandaVision. I think this is the most stacked of all the major categories, even though it is the ca- the category with the fewest nominees. Yet there is still some stuff that I think people were surprised to not see here. Uh, the Undoing, which a lot of people liked on HBO, got also blanked. But got yeah, they got yeah. a nom for some acting. So Hugh, Hugh Grant got a nom. <laughs> oh, did it? Yeah. Uh, did. Nicole Kidman didn't get in, which I know uh, some people thought uh, they would. Yeah. But that's also another stacked cor- category, an actress in a limited series. Let, let, me, me, let me find that here. Michaela Cole, mm. Cynthia Erivo for ge- the Aretha Franklin Genius series, Elizabeth Olsen for WandaVision, Anya Taylor-Joy for The Queen's Gambit, and Kate Winslet for Mayor of Easttown. All that and Thusu Mbidu didn't get nominated for her work in Underground Railroad. Which so is I don't know the how you worst co- one of them all. Right, so I don't know how you put Nicole Kidman into above some of those nominees in that Yeah, category. that's fine. She doesn't need to get in there. How weak was the guys then? <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, you have two Hamilton people in here. Uh, let's talk about this Hamilton stuff. How has Hamilton got... Hamilton has two for lead actor, right? It, they didn't fit mm-hmm. anything in for uh, lead actress. But then you get to the supporting one, and they got David Dix, Anthony Ramos, and Jonathan Groff being nominated. What, what are we doing here? And then it still continues in the supporting actress, with Philippa getting nominated, as well as I forgot who else I'm missing here. Renee. Goldsberry, yeah. Also getting yeah. nominated. So at yeah. this point, how is it that you don't get a nomination for the well, yeah, like, I don't know all of the snubs in yeah. these categories, but for instance, in I really liked Weruche Opia in I May Destroy You. I thought she gave a great supporting actress performance. That's somebody who misses out on a nomination because we're awarding somebody Hamilton? who already has a Tony Award for this performance. Yeah, the same that's exact weird. Did you see they split it, though? Uh, and I, I do want to get back to the uh, limited or anthology series and those nominees, but they actually do have a separate outstanding television movie. Mm-hmm. Oslo, Mahalia, Sylvie's Love, which I personally really liked, Uncle Frank, which I know Amanda mm-hmm. uh, caught at Sundance, and then Christmas at the Square. So where does Hamilton even fit? How do the acting no categories worries, get No because it shouldn't have been here. Because it shouldn't have been there. Look, <laughs> I'll, I'll even be here. honest. I... Good for WandaVision. Uh, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I could definitely see how it's it's an Emmy's treat. I think out of the three, I think that's this is the one that a lot of people gravitated towards the most, especially when you consider what yeah. it did in going. Because the best part about WandaVision is the homages that they did. Even though I didn't find them entertaining, I thought they were cool to see how they homaged all of the decades worth mm-hmm. of um, TV. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about the stuff in I May Destroy You in terms of writing and directing. That's where I think it should also be honored. So I haven't seen those yeah. categories yet, but they it definitely better get recognition there. But I am still. I think I saw that they picked up. I'm going to show you picked up at least one nomination in each of those categories. Yeah, so yeah. for so that's more, uh, but it's still a solid. I list agree, but with yeah. Underground Railroad still being diminished to a degree that both yeah. actors should have been nominated. 
that is very confusing. Art, there's there's another snub that I know you're not happy with, and uh, that's the pretty much complete blanking of uh, the Small Axe series, which, granted, is a weird nominee here since it is a collection of movies. Hamilton! It's... <laughs> right. They, they, they can fit square pegs into round holes when they really want to. Yeah. I even... I stopped even... I didn't even consider it. For did, that, I didn't even think did about it, it just kind of get forgotten about because it came out so close to the holidays and the end of the year? Did it just kind of get railroaded and that I, way? Or is it because it's movies? Because that's the same reason why? why I feel like it probably got snubbed at the Oscars. Like, Well, look, these are also both Amazon productions right. or, or at least Amazon distributed productions. And I don't know if Amazon did the best job of marketing or selling either of these. I mean, they got the Underground Railroad... Well, they, they push the boys hard. They push the boys. I think they, but these two shows specifically, or, or you know, whatever, uh, Small Axe, I don't feel like I saw enough promotion for considering that, you know, yeah. it's it's five Steve McQueen movies. Yeah. Unless it was yeah. on Amazon. Um, like six. if you were on Prime Video, it was pushing it. Same thing with Underground All Railroad, the but they weren't doing a lot of side marketing. I feel like with Amazon, it's almost like they wait for something to pop off and then they right. start marketing the hell out of it. Kind of. Um, right. I, they also have yeah. IMDb. Because Amazon owns IMDb, you just hop over to check true. a movie and you know, it's just... the yeah, that's true too. Yeah, I think he's just so ahead of the game. That's what it is. They didn't know whether to put it in the Oscars or the TV. It's just Steve McQueen is just mm-hmm. like ten years down the line, so he's not looking for the awards. He's he's changing the whole landscape, Zach. That that's what's going on. So I'm gonna leave it at that. But I love how fair, the sketch fair. series ended up just becoming his level. <laughs> the sketch series is literally <laughs> a Saturday black lady Night sketch Live show versus a black lady and sketch Saturday Night show. Live. <laughs> I would love to see that upset. That would be a <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, you know that's the thing is the in- Emmys kind of are trying to splinter into all of these categories. And at a certain point, it's like how many things are even in contention. I mean, I, I you know I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. Just unfortunately, falls outside of the Emmys eligibility mm-hmm. window. But like, Why? how many sketch shows are out there right now? Oh, because of the the release? first season was 2019, and the new season's July. So, so it'll so just it never get nominated. Just... Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Any other categories that uh, stuck out to you or, or were interesting? I know before we started recording, we were talking about supporting actress in a drama series, which features an actress from The Crown, an actress from The Crown, an actress from The Handmaid's Tale, another actress from The Handmaid's Tale, an actress from Lovecraft Country, another actress from The Crown, and two more actresses from The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. <sighs> hey, what'd y'all think about the uh, 2021 Oscars production getting nominated for Best Outstanding Variety Special? <laughs> <laughs> But it was so popular, I don't know what you mean. They managed to put in a twist ending for the Oscars. How do you do it? The Shyamalan my, with the My takes credit. have been vindicated. Soderbergh vibes remain strong. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of interesting nominees here, and I do think that they nominated most of the stuff that I really liked, maybe save for the lack of love for Underground Railroad. But... Again, yeah, I think we are at a little bit of a turning point with the these Emmys, and I think this makes next year's crop of nominees that much more interesting. You know, I mean, we, we literally don't, won't have any supporting actress contenders <laughs> eligible for a renomination. <laughs> for the same hey, I agree. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh my That'll God. be good, though. That's something to look forward yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, so let us know if there are any surprises that you have from the 2021 
uh, Emmy nominations, many snubs, or anybody that you are really happy to see get awarded a nomination. Don Cheadle got nominated? Yeah, for guest appearance, guest appearance. For, for walking on for the Falcon set of and the Falcon Winter and the Winter Soldier? Really? Yeah. Wait, how is it outstanding? Is it because the man couldn't walk and now they got him standing on the set? Like, this makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> This is, like, the most notorious Emmys category because, like, they just throw whatever movie stars are eligible into nominations. I think Ellen Bernstein once got nominated in this category for literally less than 10 seconds of screen time. 